You guys ready? Yes. Do you want to say anything before we start? Um, Om Shanti. Om Shanti is a good one. I like that. Yoga Off the Mat is a podcast about life and all of its blunders, bloopers, and blissfulness. Yoga is not a sequence of pretzel shapes that we practice on the mat. It's an intentional lifestyle. I'm your host, Teresa Macy, certified yoga therapist, yogini, licensed massage therapist, and quite possibly certifiably nuts about this crazy, beautiful world we live in together. Join me on this journey of life through conversations and connections. Welcome to the real life world of yoga at Yoga Off the Map. Wherever we're going, I could not say for sure. Here we are on Yoga Off the Mat with our special guests today, Kaylin Lebel and Winter Lebel. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Of course. Of course. You know, it's just about Christmas time, and I think it's amazing because you're both wearing Santa Claus shirts that say... One Cool Dude. One Cool Dude. And I find that really interesting, because who else do you know who's a cool dude? Our Opa. <laughs> How long has your Opa been telling you he's a cool dude? A long time. Since Ever he was born. since we could understand what he was saying. <laughs> Did he try and get you to make that be your first words? Do you remember back that far? Um, a little bit. I don't think he, I don't remember it, but I think, I think he, he did. This is all about yoga off the mat, and so I really wanted to talk to you. First, Winter, can you tell us how old you are? I am 12 years old. And Kaylin? I am 10 years old. Ten year, 12 and 10 years old. People so, um, used to call me and Winter twins because we look the same, but now um, we don't look exactly the same. Hmm. Yes, you'll probably get to the point where you look the same again as you get closer, um, as you continue to go through your teenage years, right? Mm -hmm. That happens a lot with siblings. That happened with my sons as t as well. They would call them twins, but yeah. they really weren't. We're, we're like super close. You're super close sisters. We can fight, we can get mad at each other, but the next minute, we're laughing. Hmm. So why do you think that you can go from fighting to laughing? What skills do you have that help you to do that? Um, I think we can do that because we understand each other a lot more than most people understand us. I have a very short temper. Like, you can get me mad very quickly mm -hmm. for the stupidest reasons. Mm -hmm. But she always knows exactly how to calm me down. Yes. And it's the same way, the opposite way. Yes. We, um, we like to, what's that called? Um, can't think of what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, so as sisters, you mm -hmm. found ways to have fun together, to also accept each other for who you are. And not hold a long grudge. If you have yes. a little argument, you have the argument, and then you move past it. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Um, we, um, we've been close since I was born because she wanted to have a sister. So ever since I was born, we've been pretty close. Mm -hmm. And then we've been getting closer over the years. And we have these dolls, Mal and Evie. Um, I use them to tell her to tell me her secrets and stuff, so I know pretty much everything about her. Mm. Same the other way. Yeah. 
you think that you got closer this year in 2020 than maybe you were before this? Yes. Yes, yes. because um, we can't go out a lot and play with our friends um, and go to school and see our friends. So every minute that we can see each other, we're together and we play lots of games. That's a really strong bond for sisters to make. Do you mm -hmm. find that as... Like, I know a lot of people think that because COVID is here, there's a lot of really bad things. But yes. do you, what do you think about that? Do you think that was a real... Um, what do you I think? think it's kind of okay because um, I've had less temper, but still there's some stuff that can ag aggravate me that's on TV and a lot of stuff. And um, I would agree with them, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. So you think that um, you can look at the situation and see where you had a benefit? Yes. 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 Well, that's great. So do you practice yoga? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of even course. if we don't even realize it. Like, we're just yeah. playing a game, and one of us will do, like, a yoga pose, or we'll sit down and meditate and not even realize it until the other one says, why are you doing yoga? We're playing a game. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like, it's fine, just leave it alone. It's yeah, fine. and it's when fun. we help um, our brother, because he isn't the fastest, and we're trying to, training him to have more self-defense and um, speed. So um, we did yoga the other day to calm him and get him to focus. Mm -hmm. And it worked pretty well, but we have to do it again. What kind of techniques did you use or practices um, for him to focus? Like, which part of your yoga did you use to help your brother focus? We did meditation. We did tree because you have to focus on your weight on your foot, whichever foot you're using. And you have to um, not meditate, um, focus on balancing. Um, we did regular meditation. There was, there was bugs around him because there are some bugs. Um, so we were telling him just leave them be, and um, we did this one pose. I don't know what the pose is called, but like I made, we made V's with our body, um, and you had to balance there. So you had to focus on something stable just to help and try and stay balanced. Okay. That way you could balance. And there's this app called um, Workout for Women. She has it on her iPad, and I have it on Mom's iPad. Um, our mom's iPad, so we um, do that, and it gets you pumped, and um, they have yoga, abs, all kinds of stuff. Hmm. So we do that. I understand, Winter, that you have a really special place that you like to go and meditate. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so we have a creek in our backyard, and there's this one rock on the opposite side of the creek that we really aren't supposed to go on but it's very smooth and it has this little indent in it and that indent is perfect so I like to sit in that indent and just meditate because you can hear the water rushing, you can hear the birds and the bu bugs in the background and the wind whistling, rustling the leaves. It's very calming in my mind because nature helps calm me down. Um, we had this rock by the creek. Um, I used to meditate on there but now it's gone, so, um, and we have a big rock um, towards the um, end of our property. We always go there and play, um, so I also meditate there. And Kaylin, you showed me um, many times, and even your brother told me about this the other day, that you have a special mudra. 
that you like to use. Can you tell me about your mudra? Um, it's I call it the heart mudra because I make a heart with my fingers. I interlace my fingers and then I put my two thumbs together and it makes a heart. And I just sit there and meditate. And I also like to um, do like a, the okay with their fingers. Mm. I like doing that and putting it on my knees. Does it help um, to focus what you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. I understand that you have a really special project that you are working on right now. And yes. I'm hoping that you could share some information about what that project is. So, um, we ha are writing a yoga book. And um, it includes me, Winter, and our Nana. Um, so, it, the first book, because we're going to probably make multiple, um, it's, what's it called? <laughs> we changed the name, so I forget what it's called. <laughs> I think we went through a couple of names. Yeah. One was family yoga it that you're considering. The other was chakra yoga, right? And then there was namaste yoga. Yes. So There's multiple that we have to decide. Um, it's really cool because we're focusing on the chakras. Um, so we're going to put in all the chakras. Um, the seven main chakras. The seven main chakras, yes. If it was all the chakras, because some people believe there's a ton more, it would be a huge book. Um, and our book is for everybody. Males, females, kids, adults, teens, everybody can read it. So it's very inclusive. Yes. To anybody, so yeah. Um, Winter, can you tell me what a chakra is? A chakra is a spinning wheel of energy in your body. There's seven different chakras and there's seven different places on your body. One is the crown chakra, which is on the very top of your head. One's the third eye chakra, which is right in between your eyebrows. Another one's a th your throat chakra, which is on your throat. Um, the fourth one is your heart chakra. It is actually not on your heart, it's just a little bit above your heart. The next one is your stomach chakra or your solar plexus chakra. Um, solar plexus. And then I think you have the sacral chakra that's yeah. next. Yeah. Your sacral chakra, which is below your stomach. And then our last chakra is your root chakra, which is your feet. Yes. yes. You know a lot about chakras. Um, my favorite chakra would either be the root chakra or the sacral chakra, because um, the word sacral reminds me of like um, ghosts and stuff. Like you could connect to them, I guess. That's what I feel like. Um, root chakra, I get to feel like um, I'm grounded and um, connected to nature. Connected to nature. I have a special walkway um, that if I get angry, I normally go there. I tell them to stay out, but they don't listen to me. But still, 
I don't care, but I go there and it really helps me calm down because it's in, there's tons of trees, leaves, and when it's warm out, there it, it's really pretty. Do you have a favorite chakra? It's okay if you don't. I don't, because mm -hmm. I like them all. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. very hard to choose because all of them mean something different. I like the seafood so chakra. So it's hard to choose. <laughs> I like the Siva chakra. There's a seafood chakra? Siva. Oh, the Siva chakra. <laughs> <laughs> it's only in dogs. You know, dogs do have chakras too, you know, because yep. Siva is in the Zen, is the Zen doggy, right? And yep. that works with chakras when we're, when we're working with animals and dogs. Um, so what made you want to write a book? So I've always wanted to write a book, um, and I love yoga, so I thought that would be a good um, thing to write about. So I talked to my nana and my sister, and I was like, should we write a book about yoga and chakras and stuff? Because I love yoga, and um, I'd like to learn more. So while we're writing the book, we're also learning more about yoga and chakras. I wanted to write, I've always wanted to write a book. Um, and I thought making, writing the book, writing the yoga book with my sister and Nana, my Nana, would help me get closer to them, but also help other people understand more about chakras. And also to show that everyone's not so different. We're all human beings and dogs <laughs> and pets, but we're all the same. Even if we're different in one way, like our eye color or our hair, we're still the same. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Like Winter said, our hair color, our eye color, also our skin color. Because right now people think that um, black people are so different, but they're just, they're people. They might be a different skin color, but we're all the same thing. We all have a heart, we all have a lung, we all have lungs. <laughs> we all have the same organs, we all have the same things. We've got eyes, we've got teeth, we've got everything the same. We might have different personalities, eye color, hair color, skin color, but we're the same. Do you think you need a mat and no. fancy clothes to practice yoga? No. Mm -mm. <laughs> because some people can't afford fancy clothes and yoga mats and stuff. You can do it. We don't... Like we said earlier, we do um, yoga at our creek. We do it in the woods. That's off the mat. Mm -hmm. And we can do it. We have yoga mats. I don't have fancy clothes, though. I got yoga mats. And um, so we do yoga on our yoga mats. Occasionally. Occasionally. Mostly off the yoga mat. <laughs> yoga off the mat where you go down to the creek. Mm -hmm. What made you start going outside and... Like, what's, what, at what time do you go, like, I just need to get outside right now? When I'm stressed out, because being outside, breathing in the fresh air, seeing the li life around me helps me calm down. So whenever I feel stressed or something and I can't go outside, I'm a little upset, but I'm able to look out the window and just look outside and calm down a little bit. But if I can go outside... I'm happy and I will pester my siblings to come outside with me. 
That way we can all be outside, spend time together, calm down, play, and all that kind of fun stuff that kids should do outside. Um, but yeah, so when I'm outside and I do yoga, it helps me connect with myself and everyone else around me, It also and it also helps calm me down. It makes me feel relaxed. Mm. The thing that made me um, want to go outside more is... Um, now in 2020, we've got COVID, as everybody knows. Um, it we barely have it's our house is boring because we played with everything inside. Um, we still play with some of the stuff, um, but it's better to be outside because you've got more space, you've got fresh air. Even though it's cold sometimes, you've got jackets. Well, some kids do, some kids don't, which is sad. Um, but you, if you're outside, you get to explore. Because like, we have a hill across our creek. Um, even though we're not supposed to go up there, we go up there um, and explore. We, found, we have found tons and tons of things. Most of the times after storms, they're gone. <laughs> it's sad, though. Storm just washes everything yep. away. Yeah. Yeah, we had a big storm at your mm-hmm. last week, right? Yes. And the water was raging in your creek. It was going yes. by so fast, right? Yeah, it's um, it's a small creek, but it used to be super deep. But now, because at the top, um, where the creek begins, it pushes down all the rocks down to our part, which makes it um, not as low, shallower. shallower. Um, but we still play in it when it's warm out. It's fun and when you do yoga and it's warm um and you need to cool off a little bit when what we do is we dip our hands in or if we have flip-flops on we tip, dip our feet in and it cools us down and it makes us happy and feel like we're in the water so the root chakra when it's out of balance what does that mean to have a root chakra that's out of balance are there any qualities that you can um, think about you are um like if you're trying to do tree you're you can be very unbalanced you can be sad and that could put um your root chakra off emotions um i think can affect your chakras um and because um and the element you're in because like if you're in the water it's harder to be stable and that could make you feel ungrounded but um i made a mantra for uh, the root chakra that says um i can be grounded even on uneven ground so you could think of that or you could make your own and you could try and be balanced that's a beautiful mantra thank you do you have a practice winter that you like to do if you feel ungrounded to um, get your root chakra to be a little bit more balanced or or yourself to be more balanced? Yeah, I like um, two. One is tree, where you balance on one leg because you are rooted if you can balance on one leg very skilledly. Even if you can't and you can still balance for a little bit, you're still rooted. You just have to strengthen that root. And my other one is mountain, because you have two feet on the ground, you're more stable, and you're really rooted. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. I like doing um, just sitting on the ground cross-legged. Mm. So you have a lot of yes. your body sitting on the ground that makes you or feel... Or laying down. Just uh, laying down helps me. Like being in Shavasana. Yes. Just laying down. Anything else you want to tell anybody about your book or... Um, any other bits of information that you thought would be a good thing? Oh, wait, before we get to that, I have, an, I have another question. I understand that you are both Girl Scouts. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's Christmas time. Yes. Do you have any special projects that you're doing at Christmas time <laughs> yes. for Girl Scouts? Yes, we do. We're making um, Christmas cards or Hanukkah or um, Kwanzaa or holiday cards. Um, all of them for kids in the hospital that can't go home. And we wrote inspirational um, messages to them so they could feel happy. And so, because Santa might not be able to visit the hospital. So it would help them have more joy. Because they might be scared because COVID's here and they might have cancer. So they might be horrified. And if um, the. Um, nurses or doctors put it like near them they can always grab it and read it mm. do you think that that is yoga off the mat yes why i think it's yoga off the mat because even if you aren't doing a pose or anything yoga isn't just about that it's about connecting with yourself and others helping lift spirits up instead of bring them down so if you give something to someone else that's inspirational or happy and puts a smile on their face you're doing yoga even if it's not a pose you're still doing yoga because you're helping other people and lifting their spirits up you must be doing yoga right now because you can see that you're making me smile a lot <laughs> both of you talking with you so do you think this yes. is yoga because i'm smiling a lot yes it is <laughs> because you might not think it's yoga but if almost everything you do is yoga. When you walk, you're grounded. When you're sleeping, you're um, sacral chakra, basically. Mm -hmm. And you're also grounded on your bed. A few weeks ago, so the two of you have mentioned that you're writing this book and learning about yoga with your Nana, but I don't think that we've told our listeners yet that I am your Nana. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so it's the three of us that are um, writing that book together. <laughs> so you have been an inspiration for me because I've always wanted to write a book too. But until the two of you said, hey, Nana... Can we write a yoga book? Maybe I let other things get in the way, and I didn't carve out enough time to do it. But I have to say that since we have been writing this yoga book together, and albeit we're a little slow, right? Mm -hmm. It's taken us some time, but we all have busy lives, it right? It takes time to write a book. You have to figure out the right thing to say. You have to figure out exactly what you're putting in. It could take a whole year to write a yoga book. I think it's almost taken us that long already, but we're coming close, right? Now yes. we have the program and we have yes. all of our thoughts written out. We have a lot going on, but since we started writing this mm -hmm. book, you have inspired me, right? So you asked me to write a yoga book with you because I'm a yoga teacher yes. and a yoga therapist. But in the end, you would both taught uh, me yoga. 
Yeah. Right? You inspired me to do something different. And I know that when we were talking about different things, we talked about stepping outside of our comfort zones. Yes. <laughs> and how hard that can be sometimes. Yes. Right? Um, Nana, one question. Why did you start this podcast? That's a really great question. I started this podcast, well, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that people enjoy listening to podcasts when they're doing other things, like mm -hmm. when they're driving their car, and they get a lot of information. So I liked it because we could connect with people when they were busy doing something else and didn't have time maybe to sit down and read the book. We would also be able to talk to them. But I also love yoga. Mm -hmm. I love the, that yoga is an intentional lifestyle, that we're making choices about how we show up in the world. And I know so many people who are amazing yogis that have information that we can share with people and inspire them as well, or just in yoga, when people get together and they have a common community, they call it a sangha, mm. right? So we build a sangha of people, we build a community. And I really believe that it is important for us to have connections with others, to build community, in the same way that you were talking earlier, Kaylin, about people coming to you when you needed, mm. um, needed help. I think the podcast, will find the right people, right? It'll find the people who need to hear. And lift their spirits. And lift their spirits and, yeah. Um, my little brother, Lambert, he doesn't do yoga, yoga a lot, but when we get him to, um, he does yoga, but he's, just because you don't do yoga a lot, you, do, you still do yoga, and even if you don't do yoga, you're still a yogini because if you're listening to this podcast and you don't do yoga, it could make you think, oh, I should start doing yoga. It'll help me with whatever it is. And um, you can become a yogini, but you're always a yogini. Yeah. Even if you don't do yoga, you're a yogini. Yeah. It, it expands the view of what <laughs> yoga is, right? That it's yes. not rolling out your mat and getting out mm -hmm. all the right props. That it's a lifestyle. Yes. It's choosing to follow a certain set of practices that make mm -hmm. us kind humans, right? Care and concern for others. Acceptance, I think, is a really important part of yoga. Right? And I believe last week we talked about something called ahimsa. Do you remember? I do, but I don't remember the exact. So ahimsa was nonviolence, right? Yes. Being kind to each other, but more importantly... Ahimsa was being kind to ourselves, right? Yes. We talked a lot about being really kind to ourselves and not judging ourselves too harshly. Mm -hmm. And once we practice how we treat ourselves, then it becomes easier to treat other people with the same kindness that we treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, I've had a really great time talking about our book together. And I want to know if you have anything else you would like to share with the listeners for the podcast. We'll go one at a time. Who wants to go first? <laughs> and if, for those of you who cannot see us, both Kaylin and Winter just pointed at each <laughs> other. <laughs> but nobody pointed at me, so that's great. So <laughs> we'll have to let them go first and decide <laughs> who gets to go first. 
And winter winds. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say other than you are yourself. Be yourself. You may not think it, but you are a yogini. Just be yourself and have fun. Um, what I got from a book that I read, um, it says to repeat after her because it was a um, roller derby champ. Um, it says um, stronger, tougher, um, and I forget the last one, but I put it um, in my card that says um, be brave, be, sh um, be strong, and be fearless because that could help their spirits and I think you guys should do that too. Yes, I think they should as well. Anything that you would like to tell us? <laughs> what I want to say is we all get to choose how we show up in the world. right? Uh, we get to choose whether we're going to walk out and smile at people and be friendly and say hello. Even like you had mentioned earlier, both of you, even during COVID at 20, in 2020, we're still able to go out. You know, we have social distance, we see people. But I think it's important that we remember that we get to choose how we show up in the world, whether we're going to be happy and smiling. We never know. A simple smile and a hello to somebody that we pass on the street might just make their day so much better it would be uplifting and you never know what if that person is having a hard day or whether they're sad that day and just being able to hear hi how are you have a great day can change um, somebody's entire outlook so choosing and knowing mm -hmm. that we choose how we show up in the world is really important to me um, in a book it that I read, I like this. Um, she's her mother said, um, "Smile at people, even if they're being mean to you, because that might change them, um, and it might help them become. Oh, okay, I shouldn't do this. It might hurt people, and um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, what we practice." get stronger yes. if we practice kindness kindness gets stronger. stronger and people take in kindness mm -hmm. I did a podcast last week with um, a yogi friend of mine her name is Sherry Sadoff Hank and we talked a lot about how the world mirrors ourself back yes. right if we're acting real happy and we are joyful and grateful then our life tends to have more happy things that come, things that are more joyful. And when you said smile at somebody, even if they're might be being mean, we have a couple things that we can think of, right? Are we doing something that they're mirroring mm. back? So it gives us a chance for self-reflection. Am I doing something? But the other thing about um, smiling at people when they are sad or when they might be what you're calling acting mean I honestly forgot what I was about to say so we're going to cut this part out while I remember what I was about to say uh, let's see the mirror oh yes and the other thing is I forgot it again 
we should leave this in because this is kind of a funny blooper, right? Yeah. Because I said bloop, this this podcast is about bloopers and blunders. We should leave some of these bloopers in to make it fun. Um, to make somebody your laugh. emotions. Mirroring your emotions. Oh, and what we practice gets stronger, right? So it's easy for us to love the people that we really love, right? I love both of you because you're my, as your Opa would say, our O-daughters, right? Because he doesn't say granddaughters. He says O-daughters. Why? And because he's Opa. Oh. Instead of <laughs> so Instead of Grandpa. So he says you're his O-daughters, the same way that, you know, Opa's awesome. a cool dude and all, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Did that make me forget again? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you love me, and I love you. So it's easy for us to be kind to each other, because we love each other. But when somebody is mean, that's when what we practice, when we practice our yoga, when we practice ahimsa, when we practice getting our heart chakra in balance, right, When somebody's mean and you have to still be kind and smile, those are the times that we have to stop, maybe take a breath and remind ourselves that we are intentionally living a lifestyle Mm -hmm. of kindness. And then to practice that smile, that nod, that hello Mm -hmm. to somebody that may not being that may not have advanced as far in their practice as we have in ours. So we practice, you know, it seems that when we really need our practice, when we really need to meditate, when we really feel ungrounded, mm-hmm. sometimes that's the hardest time yes. to, to get the practice, yes. right? When um, I went on the bus, because this year um, I'm not, I'm staying virtual um, for school. When I went on the bus every year, um, I would say hi to my um, bus drivers and um, every day, um, and it was really nice because she always smiled back and he um and i've had multiple bus drivers but they all have been nice so both of you have mentioned that you have gone virtual yes can you tell me if you were involved in making that um, decision or did your parents just say you're going virtual we um were in the decision because um they wanted to know what we felt about it and Um, I said I wanted to go hybrid, but I feel safer going um, virtual, staying virtual, because I don't want to get anybody sick. Um, I would be really sad if when I went to school, somebody had COVID and I got my family sick. I would have been very sad and um, we couldn't see our friends and family. And that are in our COVID bubble. Yeah, that are in our COVID bubble. but yes, we made, we helped make the decision. Do you have anything to add to that winter? No. Nope. Our dad, he wouldn't be going back to school because he's a teacher, but he has to. He didn't get a choice. Mm. And you're happy that you were able to make the decision with yes. your parents? Yes. I'm very happy. Well, right now, I want to thank both Winter and Kaylin, my most beautiful granddaughters. I'm not Opa, so I can say my granddaughter. (laughs) (laughs) I am honored to be their Nana and to be a part of this project with them. And 
Also, just so that maybe the listeners will know what we're doing, we are sitting in our RV in Winter and Kaylin's driveway. driveway. <laughs> We've talked about that and we're staying here and I know that you're working on naming your property like a campground. Yes. So each one of you, can you tell me one name that you're considering? Um, I said um, the Yogini's Palace or the Yogini's Place. Okay. Because um, we're all Yogini's and this is a place or it could be called a palace. That's beautiful. And what do you have as your choices? The bird tree or the lilac. Do you have a reason why you chose those two? The bird tree is because we have a tree in our front yard that is always covered in birds. There's a bunch of birds all over the place that love that tree. And the lilac is because we have this lilac tree right behind the camper. And it was at grandma's um, and she died a couple years ago. Um, so that helps us remember her. 11, I think. I don't know. <laughs> So that is a special thing yes. on your property that reminds you of your grandma. Yes, it does. And I always loved lilac. They're pretty. I do too. They're usually, when the lilacs come out in the spring though, that's when my allergies start acting up between <laughs> the lilacs and the forsythias. <laughs> that's when my allergies are really bad. Or maybe it's just your grandma talking to me. <laughs> right? We decided that before we went south for the winter because um, it's warmer there. <laughs> it's warmer there, and we're going to go south for two or three months before we come back up. But we wanted to spend so much time with them around the holidays and be close to the rest of our family so we could visit. So we are broadcasting and um, <laughs> recording this podcast in their driveway, in our RV. And we get to go outside most days, and I get to walk with them down to the creek. With Siva. With Siva. And she is, Siva is out my dog. She's the Zen doggy. She's napping. Our pet. She's in her bed in the back napping. But she is so excited. You know, Siva and Nana and Opa are going to be a little bit sad when we have to leave your driveway. Yep, they'll get little tears coming down our face. A little bit sad when we have to leave and go south. But, but that's we'll always okay. stay in touch. We always stay in touch. And that is another, thank you, yes. another really great thing, right? So we have to look at the positive things that happen. And because of COVID, we have really gotten good at Zooming together. Yes. So even if we're not in the exact same place... We can look at each other and have good conversations, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, listeners, for joining in. Thank and you. And maybe together we can bring our hands in front of our hearts. We could take a moment for all of us to think about a gratitude. And as we sign off... Om Shanti. Namaste. I would love to stay connected, to stay yoked. Join the Sangha by hitting the subscribe button, sharing your favorite intentional tip, joining me for a class on the mat, or better yet, finding me in nature. This yoga off the mat journey is courtesy of Integrated Natural Health, where we connect wisdom and wellness through nature. Make someday your now day.
May all of our thoughts be divinely inspired. May all of our words be authentic and true. May all of our hearts be touched with love and joy. And may the time that we devote to our practice of compassion bring peace to all beings. Om Shanti. Namaste. Now that we've arrived here, I would not change a thing. Knew that we'd survive here and all the goodness we would bring. Of this I sing. Everybody swimming in sunshine. Everybody feeling fine. Everybody join the front line. Ain't nobody left behind. Everybody swimming in sunshine. Everybody feeling fine. Everybody join the front line.